Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello, hello. Today is March 30th, 2022, and this is episode 415. And oh my goodness, has it really been this long? Because I guess so much is happening in the world and in my world as well. So much is happening. But the question is, what are we doing with all that's happening? Well, today I'm coming to you with a lot of interesting news. First of all, I will be interviewing Laurie Lee, who is a herbalist and who has a a cleansing program that she's been doing and with her community, Vitality Detox for three seasons now, so it's seasonal. And she's been actually using these principles for cleansing for over 10 years and has been working with herbs for over 11 years. And I'll be interviewing her and I'll be briefly explaining and letting her explain what she has put together for our Sky Astrology space. Ah, If you didn't know, our Sky Astrology space is a space where there are no interventions from ads or anything else, no distractions, but a community of people that are growing, that share, of course, the fact that they enjoy the awareness that impacts their life because they look up. They have found that by looking up and aligning with where the heavenly bodies truly are, is an empowering practice and they have integrated that into their lives. Now, some of those in the Sky Astrology space um, are more or less curious about Sky Astrology for one reason or another. The main reason is waking up to the fact that the language that is used in Western Astrology saying this is happening in the sky right now is not true. It's just, if they could change the language to say, this is what's happening on in the calculation and on the page that I'm showing you where your natal chart is due to the calculations that we use that we've been using for 2000 years, that would be true. But so many astrologers say, this is happening in the sky right now, or this, your natal chart, that's exactly what was happening in the sky when you were born. And so there's a lot of confusion and that's why we have the Sky Astrology space for people just to sign up to be amongst people and be uh, exposed to certain ideas about Sky Astrology. Now, on the No Moon Moment, which we will have on April 1st and on the opposition of the Sun and the Moon, which also people call Full Moon, we have a podcast in the community uh, sharing my thoughts 
about the energetics of the true positions of the heavenly body. So yes, we've been busy sharing this information within the community. I'll put a link if you care to join inside. But also, we have a calendar which is um, by the month. You can get by the month glancing at the where the heavenly bodies are in a color-coded monthly calendar. And that's been really helpful for people as well as long. And we also have our zero degree almanac where we of course share when a heavenly body will be at zero degrees, which it will be when I release this video and audio and podcast <laughs> in different places for the times of 12 noon PST time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 20 hours, 8 p.m. GMT time to launch the uh, special offering that Laurie has put together for us. Lots of information about that. So stay around and listen to the interview that will be following my little um, new moon and new moon, we call it new earth, the beginning of a new cycle. Also, Elizabeth, the water dreamer, is back from Mexico, from holidays, from integrating uh, the very cold winter in Wisconsin, which made it very difficult to um, be in touch uh, with us in the sky astrology space. And of course, creatively, um, a lot of people are being called away from the Instagram space because uh, sadly enough, it's become less about the images and the visuals and more about the advertisement. In any event, she has created some beautiful artwork for our month at a glance calendar. And if you feel called to um, pre-order that, it will be released on the 1st of April before by month month by month. So it's 11 pounds per month. That is just for the glance, the glancing, the month at a glance calendar. And of course, to have some teachings and the membership into our sky astrology space as well. And of course, the zero degree almanac, but that's by the month basis. Most people have signed up for either three months or for the whole year. There's a sizable discount if you sign up for the whole year. If you sign up for the whole year or for three months, which is until the summer solstice, the podcast, the private podcast is accompanying the almanac and the monthly color-coded calendar which helps you also to learn more and to, yeah, have the experience of aligning and seeing how it feels when you can see that, for example, our moon is in a fire uh, element as opposed to 
maybe what mainstream noise or astrology would say is in the earth element, for example, saying it's in um, Capricorn when it actually is in Sagittarius. Or take, for instance, now, which is quite funny, um, we are at the end of Aquarius as far as the alignment of the moon. But Western astrology says we're already in Pisces and actually they're going to celebrate the new moon in Aries and astronomically that's totally different in sky astrology and a bit more complicated than the normal uh, understanding of what is in the sky so I won't go into that now but um, what I wanted to do is to share with you my thoughts which kind of brings into the awareness that maybe some people aren't aware of about this space where we're in now where the sun is actually shining in our sky where you can look at your app and line it up to the sun and see that our sun is shining amongst the stars of Pisces and actually Piscetus. I mean, yeah, Cetus, which we call Piscetus, okay? And this is obviously of water element and Piscetus is a very powerful water element that has part of its constellation in as head actually in and amongst the space that was part of Aries. The Aries moved a little bit out of that space, but the strong stars are still aligned with the stars of Aries, especially Hamal, because Uranus is there. So, you know, there's no borders in the sky but we want to be mindful of how strong which energies are, how close they are to our earth plane and how really important, how conscious we are of these energies. So by saying Piscetus, we are acknowledging the integration of the Pisces stars and the Cetus stars. Okay, and here we have also quite interesting information is we have Mars, Saturn, and Venus in a space we call Capricornius. And Capricornius is representing what is actually happening in the sky where these three heavenly bodies are. And what's happening there is that in almost in the middle constellation of Capricorn, there are some very prominent stars of Aquarius that have been in this position, this entanglement with the stars of Capricorn for ages. And this point is interesting because these are two different elements. So Capricorn is earth and Aquarius is air. And it's, I believe it's a little bit of a reason why Saturn Oh, the Capricorn is connected to Saturn and Uranus because Uranus is connected to Aquarius. In any event, uh, 
Um, I always feel this is really a invitation to ground things in, but also to be light of and innovative of the energies because that is very much in the spirit of Aquarius, right? Sharing the knowledge and being innovative about how to flow and how to share that information, how to think about it, because thinking about these things first is one of the steps that we can make without actually putting it into practice, which is, of course, I feel the eventual goal and what the integrated elements actually do for each other is that they have a possibility of actually bringing air and earth together, which is our chemical process because they cannot do it all by themselves. Okay, so also what's kind of exciting here is that we have of course Neptune and we've been so busy because we had an amazing last workshop thanks to Ishelle's dream space where she was the host and she brought her expertise of dream work to the sky astrology space and shared some incredible information um, and practices that really have helped us still now to be more mindful of our dreams and to piece things together with the help of Ishelle. And Ishelle offers also uh, special meditations and special offerings and uh, about dream interpretation and support. And I will put her handle and her website in the comments as well as Laurie's um, information in the uh, comments in the description okay so what I feel kind of excited about with this new beginning because it's about the new beginning here and it is clearly bang chicka boom bang in more or less in the middle of the Pisces constellation and in the middle of this policy constellation we also have Mercury on one side and Chiron on the other side and you say so what does that mean well in any case it means that these are part of the energies here that we're dealing with so Chiron has to do with solving problems healing situation and the Mercury has to do communicating those very things, right? speaking, speaking up, speaking our mind. And that is quite important to do at this time. In my humble opinion, I see that there are um, these tendencies in this part of the sky where the sun is shining a light on for us to come back to the womb space to the to where we were abundant and nurtured and cared for where we were 
incubating and absorbing things, right? And you could say there's a lot to absorb <laughs> where we are in this life at this moment, for sure, right? I mean, um, you don't have to be a rocket science to understand that at all. And so I found that quite interesting that we are in this space now where before like you know not jumping the gun to Aries or people who um, you know look to Aries as an energy there is an a big part of Cetus that is a part of Aries this is a part of the sky really where there is very less not that much um, separation because of how the constellations are arranged in this part of the sky but we are here where we have the moon neptune mercury sun iris uh and uranus sharing this space in amongst the stars of cetus that is where the um the main constellation is connecting to because Uranus is in Satari's is another kind of description that Sky Astrology has for the integration of the Cetus and the Aries energy but there's a lot happening in this part of the sky at the moment for sure and there's a lot happening I believe within our unconscious right and the reality of life at this time is you know I have to I can't ignore it is challenging it's challenging and what to think about it so you could you know just be upset about the gas prices but that's the material thing. And, you know, that is interesting that that seems to be on so many people's mind and all the rhetoric about scarcity and no food and this and this. And at the same time, if we were to kind of ignore that and to go within and to think abundantly about the whole journey that we've had since 2020 I believe it would help us to grow like the baby grows in the womb how can we grow from this experience one way to grow is to realize what the agenda is and to look at the agendas from the last two years and see how that is now and then see things now it's just not about saying you're waking up it's about whoa is it really happening like this is waking up and then pausing I guess to think about well how am I going to react to this and, and it may in my humble opinion there's no clear way to act with this I do try to stay in the vibration of unconditional love and no fear which I have to remind myself as well, right? At, at the same time, you think of the baby has no fear in the womb, right? It's just incubating there in, 
doesn't need anything to eat. It doesn't feel hunger, doesn't feel cold. It's just existing and being this um, content water being. And before the actual moving into the earth plane. And that is kind of how I see what's happening now before everything moves into the earth plane. We are being asked to look at our spirit. And for some, it's your spirituality, but in any event, it's the non-physical and beyond the non-physical, but also the divine, the divine and the powerful strength that we can get when we align more with the divine, with the spiritual uh, realm than when we would to uh, connect and be influenced by the material uh, realm. Okay, because we don't know what will happen. We have now to be intuitive and to think about how to go forward and to think about what our bodies, our mind, body, and soul needs, right? It doesn't, hasn't helped anyone to live in fear, right? It hasn't. And so here we are in our sovereignty, in our mental sovereignty, placing these awarenesses, this consciousness into our daily lives, into our reverence or our gratitude for the sun and the moon, starting anew, being the first new alignment after the spring equinox after the celestial new year. Even I was reminded that Ramadan begins this day where this crescent moon is seen. So you think back to the ancestors, that's why we call it the no moon moment, um, which I've seen, uh, which I got because it's an antiquated um, and, a, and a astronomical expression, is that the dark, the no moon moment is dark, and then the sliver, the crescent, is shown again. And that's the signifying uh, vi visuals that so is the cycle starting in, so is something new starting again. And I don't know a lot about Ramadan, to be honest, even though I lived in Egypt. Um, but they do a lot of charity work during Ramadan, really. And people who are in need get supported beyond the family. They really support each other financially, uh, food-wise, whatever you need. Yeah, it's just the the what we say the gratitude because you know truly it's not enough for you to have enough it's also about giving and rippling that abundance that you have and the abundance is 
that you are living, that you are here, that you perhaps have your health, that perhaps you are awake, that you see clearly after these two years of what we've all expressed and yeah, experienced. So I hope this little message at the beginning of April uh, for the no moon moment is one, I think actually for some people will be the 31st of March at 11 p.m. PST time and the rest of us it will be um, on the 1st of April and no it's not April Fools at all so um, that'll be all for me for those of you who know me in the sky astrology space I will be back to tell you guys where the heavenly well I don't have to tell you where the heavenly bodies are um, because it's in the calendar so if you want to join just join the sky astrology space see what we're going on we celebrate birthdays we have all kinds of cool stuff happening and then you can you know message me if you want to get the calendar on a monthly basis and you want to see what it looks like actually I'll post it today I was offering it for free the March at a glance calendar so all the invitations are to come in to see what we're about and um, Laurie is sharing uh, so much interesting information about gut health and about greens what we should be eating and the philosophy of what did they more organic she spoke about so yeah hang tight I will cease to speak and let you come back with the interview that I did with Lori Lee today okay thanks for listening take care of yourselves and here's Lori's segment Hello, hello, hello. Here is AKA Claudette with our first um, podcast for quite some time in the new celestial year since the spring equinox. And I'm happy to come to you today with and introducing herbalist Laurie Lee who is leading a living divine divinity and living purposely cleanse in the sky astrology community through our app, which you can join. And I was curious to know how the positions of the heavenly bodies could actually support um us with this understanding of why we eat and our relationships to food and things like that. So first, I just want to introduce Lori and she'll tell you a little bit about her journey and the cleanses which she's done before. Hi. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi, Claudia. Thank you for having me today. Uh, Yes, I've been uh, working on cleanses for the past year, really, um, getting going in this process. Uh, But I've been an herbalist longer. Um, 
pick that up as my children were born and I have done nothing but herbal health care for our family and been really uh, how long has that been um uh, since my children were born I guess now it's uh 11 years wow (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had an herbally trained midwife so I was able to take on all my pregnancy care through herbs and so I just decided it was only made sense to pick up herbal health care for our entire family and I've done that off grid and on grid now for the 11 years and I'm happy to say we've never needed antibiotics and things like that so um, it it works works. and you grow a lot of the um, herbs as well yourself right yeah, a lot of the basic culinary herbs, but um, I do also uh, wild harvest some um, items that grow in greater amounts, like things like St. John's wort and plantain and dandelion. Obviously, a lot of the time grow themselves, um, so I don't have to do all the work, but I do grow a lot too. Love plants. Cool. Really exciting. So what we... Um, Laurie has put together is a kind of three level um, options, three different options of explaining different kinds of cleanses, really going deeper than just, say, fasting or doing a raw diet or changing your, you know, your eating habits or your eating times, which we just want to, funnily enough, um, Ramadan starts on the crescent moon, which is when our cleanse, in a way, officially starts from a sky astrology viewpoint, because that's the true beginning. So when you just want to begin something, kind of beginning it with the energies of the heavenly bodies and starting this cycle of just being more present with um, what Laurie defines as living on purpose. Can you tell us more about the food relationships and things like that? Definitely. Um, Food is a very grounding practice for us. And throughout our day, we get very caught up in our day-to-day lives and very um, much in the past or the future in our thinking. And that can really cause us to become ungrounded. Um, and a lot of the time we reach for a physical practice, a physical habit to ground us back into our bodies and we don't even realize that that's what's happening. So a lot of the time when we're doing eating, um, snacking especially, we're, we're reaching for something in order to remind us through our taste and smell and senses that we're still right here in this moment. But a lot of the time... Uh, it's easy to find ourselves just traveling into those what ifs and why me's (laughs) that you know we really need to look at our relationship with food and why we're using it there's a lot of different ways for us to get that grounded feeling without reaching out out for more food especially when a lot of the foods that we have readily available to us end up being processed or full of empty carbs and uh, dietary staples that really don't meet our needs. 
So this is designed to help us shift that perspective, help us get start reaching for the right kinds of snacks, and really starting to see you know what feelings and things are coming up in the body through our our daily practices. It really helps us to get a get a reset going, figure out why we're doing what we're doing, and starting to make different healthier choices for our diets and our day-to-day lives. I love that. You know, the reset is really important as well. You know, and just being curious about how to navigate gut health and to try something new and to have this relationship with the body, like Laurie said, which is our physicality and, of course, you know, looking for the physical um, food to to eat, you know, sometimes just, a lot of times just to feel better or to ground ourselves with the cold comfort eating and things like that. So um, what Sky Astrology is going to bring into this, which I'm really excited about, is looking at where the heavenly bodies are on a daily basis during the cleanse. And of course, because we know of gardening by the moon, we're going to be focusing on the moon because we do feel in Sky Astrology, we call it the measuring moon. And it kind of maybe measures and reflects our emotions or it reflects from the earth the stars that are surrounding the moon at that time, which supposedly the moon is reflecting. So we're more concerned about astrology because astrology means the study of stars. So we are mindful of the stars. So now the moon is actually in Aquarius. So we're mindful of the stars of Aquarius, which are connected to water and air. And then we know the relationship with water and air with earth is two very different ones. And so we'll be learning more about that and, you know, knowing how to use the element distribution that is in the sky every day with our relationship with food. And if you want to have, if you have your sky already from us, then it'll be easier to follow along. If With the information that I am offering about where the heavenly bodies truly are during the cleanse. If you're curious about how your actual elementary energetics were at the time of your birth according to the sky which is different from western astrology also from vedic astrology uh feel free to reach out to me within the group otherwise i'm happy to share uh just a little bit of how we work with the energies with sky astrology and this time period that we've invited Laurie to share her um, her expertise in cleansing. So Laurie's talking about rainbow and dark color produce and really being conscious of how important 
all these little things are like the color and the textures and the healing properties that these have. Yes. Yeah, I broke it down a little bit for people because really with cleansing, it, it is a multi-level process. If you've never cleansed before, I'm sure um, some of this can seem a little bit overwhelming. So I want people to remember the main thing we're trying to do here is um, remove some of the, the constant, um, the regular foods we eat in order to free up energy in our digestion system to focus on healing. So when you're really starting out, we're focusing on removing things like um, heavy animal proteins, like your red meats and even um, chicken and fish, if you can. Um, those That way you have less time spent on the digestive process um, for those heavier foods. Also, we want to remove things like caffeine and alcohol. Um, any of those are are difficult on our body to process and make the uh, make the cleansing a little more difficult. Uh, we also stop uh, eating things like gluten if we can. Um, some people may do this already, but gluten is a very um, sticky substance that really can clog up our gut. So, in order to again make more time for digestion and make more space in our gut. We just take a break from gluten and also refined sugars and um, dairy. Those are the main ones and they're all on the list. Um, you'll also see them on the worksheets, but that way um, we really make space for our body to do its natural healing process and actually frees up a lot of energy. The other thing to do um, when you're doing a basic cleanse is to get in more foods that are nourishing you more directly. So um, I don't say that you have to stop um, some of the different things that you're used to, but if you can start to replace them as much as possible with that rainbow and dark colored produce, because the more colorful, the more um, dark the produce, they, they have deeper amounts. Um, richer amounts of minerals and such. So you're definitely going to get more when you, when you focus on them. Also, um, a lot of people don't use uh, fermented foods and probiotic foods in their diets, and we're not getting enough of those in our, in our gut to really replace um, some of the damage and, and really um, help our gut thrive um, with the probiotics and the, um, different bacteria that help us break down our food in our gut. Um, always herbs and herbal teas. Uh, there's even nutritional teas and such um, that will be talked about some through the cleanse, but feel free to ask me. I'm very well versed in the herbs that are good for cleansing and there will be information on what's good for this season. Um, the only other thing I want to mention about this, so there are a couple other things um, on the list, but um, I do use a term called morganic, and it is related to organic, but I just wanted to make sure everybody's aware that, you know, that things from our local uh, farms and community, say within 200 mile range of our homes, are going to be the best things for us because they're more biodynamically created for the people and the place, which is a very interesting uh, concept, but it all has to do with the quantum fabric 
our world. So Morganic Farmers are local farmers who may or may not be certified organic. Think of like Amish farmers in country, um, more old-fashioned ways of doing things. They go the extra mile not only to keep the chemicals out of the food, but they use practices like soil remineralization and biodynamics and other other cyclical um, regenerative farming practices that grow nutrient-dense food. Are not, you know, as nurture more organic or the biodynamically grown food. So they would have, that's a physical advantage of these foods grounding but do you think that being also aware of where the heavenly bodies are in our sky authentically like with yourself do you see because some people like they go from not having any water to having water in their sky from western astrology to sky astrology yeah i definitely think it applies um I want to take deeper but the energies always apply and I, I feel like that's what's missing in a lot of our commercial agriculture and in the factory farming systems is that there is no more and there's no more energy I mean it's all artificial energy and and so that alignment is really missed and that's what I'm really talking about when we get to more organic farmers you know local farmers who are really going the extra mile and using these biodynamic practices are <clears throat> producing the highest quality of food i mean it's when you do some of the research you can see how how depleted things have become and um, these practices are are what's needed to really get us back in alignment with 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 farming. I mean, I don't feel like we really That's are farming without yeah. paying attention to this information. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I might do a, cause I drink Kangen water. I'm part of the wake community and I might do slowly, a, you know, take time to move with the elements in the sky and might do a couple of water, you know, water cleanses and things like that and look at the relationship between what um, the energetics, like you said, you know, the energetics are so important within us and also the energetics that we are eating as well and how that then, of course, interacts and creates the energy that we're able actually to um, use and to utilize in our daily lives, right? A lot of the foods, the depleted, depletes energy, the sugar, and all the artificiality, which is what, you know, in a way, um, one of the Astro twins, um, who, who's very mainstream astrology, Astro style, said that they follow artificial constellations because the Western astrology doesn't follow actually the energetics in the sky, which biodynamic farmers do. And because they have over 80 years now probably done their due vigilance and research and have decided, seen and recorded 
the advantage of doing that and also, of course, not having to use GMOs and not having to use, um, you know, toxic pesticides to do that. So it's been quite um, interesting to be on this journey. And so, yeah, thank you, Lori, for everything. So um, we're going to go live with the information uh, today when the moon is at zero degrees of Pisces, which will be um, in about eight hours. So we'll put the links and everything will be assessed for available for you and will be answers that she's had before. This is your third cleanse. Is that correct, Lori? Oh, it's it's my tenth, but for the group. Yeah. It's our tenth leading a, a community and a cleanse, our third leading a community and a cleanse. And so yeah, this is a great opportunity to have someone with the experience guide you and advise uh, you know really feel free to dm laurie within the group and ask her any questions her little green lights almost always on follow her here and could you tell us your um your social media um uh, handles and also tell us what you do on a one-to-one basis or if someone wants to um, lead themselves a cleanse yes um definitely i primarily have my information under living divinity on instagram and um, facebook as well for my main page I also have the page that is directly related to the detox processes that we do on our seasonal cleanse groups that we've been leading. So that's under Living Vitality Detox, primarily on Instagram, but if there's another place as well, so we'll be finding out more on that. But also you mentioned talking about yeah, how this all kind of flows through. So as you get going on cleansing, um, I do suggest that you um, try to find a partner for the cleanse. So whether it's someone in your family or a friend or maybe someone on the Sky Astrology app that you may see along the way. Um, because as we go on this, we really do like to have partnerships and we like to um, build this out and really help our entire community with this information. Because we can all benefit from um, greater gut health, especially in the spring, you know, things like allergies and things like um, clear thinking and making life choices all are benefited by having great gut health. So eventually, once you get going in the process, you'll want to share. So you'll be able to eventually um, get a more personalized cleanse. Um, and the level one just kind of gets you going, but level two talks about more specific um, cleanse packages and protocols that you might want to get into. If you're feeling overwhelmed, um, I am here. So if you have something specific you're looking to do, I do have more information for you and can guide you into a specific cleanse process for you or a small group. Um, And eventually, once you really master the process, 
you may want to lead a cleanse of your own and that's when living vitality detox will still be here to provide the core information for you to be able to to provide to your community and to your um, processes in order to spread this as far and wide as it will go so that's what we have out there thank you so much laurie i really appreciate you um sharing your expertise and experience with the sky astrology community